2: Come back to the coaching show with your host, Master Certified Coach Christopher McCullough.
1: And we are delighted to have Samantha Edis with us. Today, as well as our in studio guest co host, Clarice Connolly. Samantha Eddis is a work life expert. She's got her fifth book out, The Pie Life, a guilt free recipe for success and satisfaction. In addition, a few other credentials like a Harvard MBA, a writer for Forbes, a best selling author, a sought after speaker, and host of her own nationally syndicated call in radio show. In addition, Sam has shared her advice on hundreds of television shows and media outlets, including The Today Show, The Wall Street Journal, CNN, New York Times, USA Today, and others we're delighted to have you with us um just before the break i clumsily asked you about a difference between work-life balance and our expectations uh around men and women and you were about to answer that when we were rudely interrupted
0: (laughs) oh no i mean i I think that's a good sign we just lost track of time because we were having so (laughs) So much much fun fun. i like that
1: indeed so do you want to pick us up there
0: Yeah, so basically there was, you know, if we take our typical man, so this man that you're talking about that might just live in two or three slices, I argue that he actually lives in more because we want him to be focused on his health. And so, you know, making sure he goes to regular doctor's appointments and, you know, keeping healthy, whether that means exercise, nutrition, sex life, all sleep, all of that stuff. So that's all in his health slice. So he's gonna be participating in some way in that. Then there's his career. Then there's friends. And everyone needs friends, whether you know, whether it's your old college friend you keep up with once a year or the, the friend in the office. We all need some form of friendship in our life. And then there's his relationship. And then there's his kids. And so we're already at five slices. Because mm. you already you mentioned his family and his work, right? right? Right. And so the only remaining slices are his community and his hobbies. And I think a lot of men don't feel the guilt that women feel spending time on their hobbies, you know, they'll go play golf or tennis um, or watch a football game and do it guilt free. And so I think that men in some ways have an easier time participating in all of those slices than women do. I meet a lot of women who go to work run home to their families and feel so guilty spending any time on a date night, even with their own partner, you know, they just feel like they shouldn't be spending time with their husband alone because they're, you know, working all day and they should be spending every night with their kids, which is it's really not the way to have a healthy life because the stronger your relationship, the better the whole family is and the happier you are. But, you know, part of a recipe for a happy life for any adult is to have at least one adult night out per week. Um, it's kind of like our fuel. We all need that.
1: I dream about that.
0: <laughs> you can make it happen starting next week. <laughs>
1: You recommend that moms stay in the workforce uh, rather than leaving their careers even if they are feeling overwhelmed and they're you know maybe not taking the adulting part serious <laughs> why is that do you
0: feel? Oh I mean I think there's there's no alternative if you look at so just from a fulfillment perspective we all are happiest when we have goals outside of our own kids for example Um, and it makes us better parents because it's the best protection against helicopter parenting and it also you know makes us feel fulfilled and we're patient with our kids and we're you know not doing one thing all the time if you were telling me you were working all the time say that your life was woefully imbalanced if you're parenting 24 hours a day it's the same thing it's it's just as dangerous as being a workaholic as being a parentaholic, um and so that's just the sort of personal fulfillment aspect of it i'm not a financial planner but any financial planner would tell you that it's very risky for any woman to leave the workforce so if women leave the workforce for just one year to raise children they end up losing 18 percent of their future earnings forever Wow. If they leave the workforce for three years, they lose 38% of their future earnings forever. And what happens is that 90% of women who leave the workforce to raise kids eventually want to return, whether it's the next year, when their youngest is in kindergarten, when their kids are in college, 90% want to return. And sadly, only 40% of them will ever again find a full-time position.
1: That's so, stunning
0: stunning. And so the odds of getting back to work after taking time off are worse than the toss of a coin. But every time we sort of see a pregnant woman and we say, oh, are you going to stay home with your child or are you going to keep working? We're selling her on a myth because really the question should be, are you going to keep working or are you going to stay home forever? Because it's more likely than not that she'll be home and not working forever.
1: That's really sobering. Um, so even even with the overwhelm, even with the amount of work that it is, what you recommend that they stay in the workforce. Do you have any tips? I mean, it's got to be that yeah, working well, moms so, come to you a lot. So
0: here's the thing, you know, there's a couple of things. One is that the years before, if you have a child in your home under age five, I call those the maintenance years. Those are the years that are so sleepless and so manual labor intensive. And if you can just stay in the game during those years in some way, you are a winner. Mm-hmm. And then you can leapfrog three levels in your career later on when your youngest is in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. But those years are so tough that if you can just hang in there, you're doing great. Um, um, so that's one thing is just take the pressure off a little bit. Um, but the second thing is it, it really helps to have a full partner involved. So I've never seen any woman reach her potential who isn't either single or partnered with someone who is a 50 percenter, who's really doing 50 percent at home with the kids and with the home. And so that's a critical piece of this is if you're doing 90 percent of the housework and the childcare and you're working, oh. you're going to fall apart.
1: Yeah, that's, man, it's so tough, I think, for single working moms because, you know, when you're doing all that 90%, like the last thing you want to do is try and dress up and go out with somebody and yeah. be charming, I'm imagining. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. You Hopefully you'll meet a, a similarly sleepless single dad. There we oh, go. I'm
1: perfect. <laughs> <laughs> In Seattle, and we could make him, anyway. Um <laughs> Let's uh let's go back to the basics. In in your book, you say that there's something fundamentally wrong with how we've been thinking about work and life. What is that and what's the what's the vision that you've got that's a, a better way to look at it?
0: Well that's what I was referring to before with these three faulty media frameworks. You know, the scale and the juggling and the having it all. And so the way the pie method works is that rather than beat yourself up over how much time you're spending in each area of your life, um, you make goals for each slice. So we're probably pretty rational about how we're allocating our time. You probably couldn't spend any less time caring for your sick parent or you know, being at work and still being successful. Um, so the idea is that even if you just write a slice of your pie that wasn't there before and it's a sliver, mm-hmm. So if hobbies, you know, seem like a luxury to you, even just writing them, the slice down on there, make a goal for your hobbies, you know, identify what that hobby is. There's so many tricks to do that. You know, in, in my book, The Pie Life, I share um, ways to figure out what your hobby is. But once you've figured out what that is, then you're going to just, let's say you take a guitar lesson once a month for an hour if you're super busy, but just doing something mm. to keep that slice going. Mm. And so, You know, the nice thing about having all of those slices written down is it kind of forces you to acknowledge all of them and it forces you to make goals for each of them that are very specific. So if your goal in the relationship slice is to meet someone, you're not just going to say, I'm going to meet someone. I mean, someone's not going to fall on your windshield tomorrow, right? You have to go out and have a plan. So you know whether it's making a new online dating profile or, or carving out once a week to go on a date. That's how you really make specific goals. So by you know April, most of us lose our New Year's resolutions because we maybe we weren't working out at all, and then we're saying we're going to work out six days a week, which is right. completely unrealistic. But if we say we're going to go for a walk three days a week for twenty minutes, we can stick to that.
1: Mm-hmm. Nice. So yeah, I can I can hear the sort of Railing against perfectionism. My understanding, from uh, having lived with a few women before I lived with my uh, wife, is that there's a high level of perfectionism in sort of in the DNA. I want to say where they're just like anything that's out of place in the home is yelling at them, and and you know things that are left undone are screaming at them. Whereas if I'm watching TV, I'm good. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, <laughs> is that a, is that a thing or
0: am I I love the fact that you asked this question. It's it's one of my favorite topics because I do think that two of the biggest things holding women back are guilt and this quest for perfection. Mm. And this perfection exists in in all ethnicities, in all socioeconomic groups, and it just exists in our gender. It really does. And I think that, you know, one of the the biggest ways to combat it is to realize who is that person that you think of that has the perfect life, whether it's someone on Mm. Facebook or a college roommate or the mom at drop off or a colleague. We ascribe things to that person's life that don't exist because after working with thousands of women, I can tell you that nobody has the life you think they do. Mm. So. No one's life looks like you think they do. So you create this image in your head and you spend so much of your time trying to create your life to look more like a life that doesn't even exist. Wow. So I, you know, I was once at a conference where Martha Stewart was interviewed and the interviewer said, what's your new favorite gadget? And she said, oh, that's easy. I have a new digital camera. And she went to pick it out of her pocketbook and she instead grabbed a messy ball of cords and I was so elated I thought oh my gosh Martha Stewart has messy cords (laughs) (laughs) I mean if Martha Stewart has messy chords, then surely we can leave the dishes for the morning, It's right? a
1: victory for people all no, over the all planet. Over the That's right. <laughs> well, we're a little bit ahead of last time because we know now that this music means it's a time for a break. When we come back, we'll have more with Samantha Edis. You should go immediately to the website, which is Samantha, S-A-M-A-M-T-H-A, Edis, E-T-T-U-S.com. Find out not, all, not only about the latest book, but all of her books and writings, and her radio show. Meanwhile, go purchase The Pie Light. Back with more, right after this. Stay with us. If you heard that sound, you probably are eligible for insurance from Navy Mutual, insuring the men and women of the Navy, Marines, and Coast Guard. Here's what one policyholder, retired Navy Commander Thomas Dane, had to say. Navy Mutual is the best insurance decision I ever made. I wish you had a savings plan available that earned the rates my Navy Mutual insurance has been earning. Call Navy Mutual at 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org for your personal life insurance plan consultation. 1-800-628-6011 or NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, insuring those who serve. Hi, this is Rob Barnett, CEO and founder of VinVillage.com and the Wine and Dine Show on Vin Village Radio. Do you have a wine, event, product, or service to promote? Then contact VinVillage.com to reach thousands of wine lovers across the country. VinVillage connects like-minded wine enthusiasts with unique and exclusive wines, events, products, and services. To learn more, contact us on VinVillage.com. VinVillage is where wine lovers connect.
2: Do you want to be a professional coach?